Hello and welcome back to Winspirations, the podcast created by Durham County Federation Women's Institute. I'm Catherine Ridsdale and today I'm joined by um, Angela Dearlove and Rachel Duffy um, and we're going to talk about gardens. So ladies, here we are. Um, the topic of the podcast is gardens but that covers way more than just our back gardens. Um, so I think... Should we start off talking about uh, the big green garden and coffee morning? Yeah. Um, That's the Saturday coming. We have it annually now. Um, It's part of the community action to tackle climate change and protect nature. Um, And it's part of the um, public affairs put this together. Um, What it means is that we bring... People come and bring in by plants... Whatever type of plants, house plants, bedding plants, vegetables, whatever, um, they come and deposit their plants and then buy others. Hopefully, <laughs> so, uh, so it's a sustainable yeah idea. Yes, that we are. Um, and Rachel and I will both sort of be on hand if there's. We're hoping that people do put labels in to say <laughs> what their plants are, but we do sometimes have chose to sort of go through a book and say not really sure mm-hmm. or Rachel says it's this and I say it's that <laughs> <laughs> and, and, we, and we try to come to agreements yes. I think um, there's been a couple of guests this leaf on uh, on Facebook after a, after yeah. a, gardener's, a, a gardening coffee morning in the past um, I bought this last year what is it <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, when, it's when it's in a little pot and I'm talking about maybe it's a three inch pot and there's two leaves, <laughs> and people say, well, they bring it and just deposit them, and then we'll look, and we'll think, there's no label in that, and I'm not really sure what these two leaves are, but we normally get there, don't oh, we? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, as a, as a, as a non-gardener, um, if you were wanting to bring plants along, you've got, you've got a really nice plant in your garden, you think, it's big, I can... I can split, split it, it and uh, and bring something on. What is there anything special you need to do to a? What is the process for splitting a plant? Well, it, it depends on the plant. Some of them you can fork literally down the middle and prize two mm. forks on, or you know heave at your fork and take one half away, and it won't damage your existing plant at all. You can mm-hmm. just plonk that in a plant pot and bring it along or you could wrap it in newspapers I've done with mine and put it in an old bread bag with some water in and then it's sort of ready to give to the person who's buying it as is you can do that if you want so anybody with uh, with gardens who've got plants that they think are getting a bit bit overgrown bring them along and uh, yeah and and some of the plants some sometimes the 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 send up runners mm-hmm. and there's another Take plant them. next yeah. to it. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean like your strawberries and yeah, things like they're that. They're an easy one. They yeah. are easy ones. If you've got a strawberry plant, they will often send a runner across and then put roots down there. Mm-hmm. So you've got the parent plant at one part. Yeah. And you've got the the babies at the other. So you mm-hmm dig them up and put them in a little pot mm. and care for them very nicely. Yeah. Or, or if, you th- if you're planning ahead, you can take some yeah. cuttings yourself mm. and root them and, and get them ready to sell. That's a longer process, obviously. Yeah. 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 
Excellent. But we do we do get lots of people do come and, and bring them. Yeah, we get good donations. Um, we get good yes. donations and then we we do also have because it is the WI Garden Coffee Morning, we do have coffee and teas and cakes and whatever. So, uh, so, so you can sort of resuscitate yourself with them while you think about what you're going to buy. What, what else Depos- are you going to Depos- buy? Deposit, <laughs> deposit your plants, mm. go and have a coffee, and then come back and go and buy. Excellent. And is that a... WI members only no, event no. or can anybody come anybody. on? It's anybody. It's an open Very event. It's at WI House. Um, with the way the weather is at the moment, we're, we're going to have it as an outdoor event. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're putting the stalls, etc. in the car park. Um, and at the side of the building, we're going to have gazebos for people to be they're having their t- is, coffees. Is somebody on hand just in case the wind gets up? Are we if we got six people ready we've, to we've, grab? <laughs> we, 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 we've got the proper um, things that you put around them. The weights. <laughs> we've got proper weights for them. Yeah. And we're, we're not expecting high winds on Saturday morning. Hopefully not. The weather at the moment is uh, is, is glorious. I've done my allotted uh, ten minutes in the sun this this year. Shall be going out again. Other people will be enjoying it. I, I work in IT. I have an image to maintain and uh, going outside ruins that image. Not pale and interesting. Exactly. Let's go with pale and interesting. Not I work in a basement. Um so is the is this coffee morning the start of a, a summer programme of of garden based events? I mean at when we had lockdown the Garden Coffee Morn was the first event we had when when it opened up, mm. and it was lovely. It was brilliant because yeah. people came, uh, were outside, mm. and, and it was a horrible day. I mean, it was it raining, yeah. and it didn't matter. People, I mean, the number of people who came to that morning. So glad to be out. Yes, to, to be out people. and to see people, <laughs> and it was so much fun. It was lovely. Um, so we're hoping again if. We're I mean, it's unusual for us to have this sort of weather. Yes, but we'll manage. But we'll manage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll manage. We will um, cope somehow. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, gardeners and farmers are never happy because we're getting this weather. And then you're thinking, oh, heck. You know, you're, we're desperate for we're water. We're desperate for water. Desperate for water. Um, and they're just all, all the plants are just running away, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know the height yeah. of them, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's lovely, but on the other hand, trying to keep things going mm. um, and trying to keep the, go- the a lot of them are coming much earlier. Yeah, I mean the roses, oh, yes. the roses are really out now, which I wouldn't have expected mm. in my garden, especially mm. being up on the hill. Um, I wouldn't have expected them until sort of mm. July. Mm. And I've got a lot in the garden at the moment. Mm. So will they still be in bloom for <laughs> the uh, the garden party? Well, that is the big question on everybody's big, lips. That's my big question. <laughs> I've got the patent picnic this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And the garden will be absolutely lovely because I've got, as Rachel knows as well with her garden... The peonies, poppies, lupins, all are beautiful in bloom. Um, but then, especially this year with the heat we've had, 
I'm expecting most of them to be away by the beginning of July. So it's then the roses and the penstemons and things like that, which should keep going for for the garden party. So there should be lots of colour, I'm hoping. Um, I just be on the prayer mat and ask for a bit of rain between. (laughs) Not that anybody else will want it. I do. But <laughs> <laughs> the geraniums are good, aren't they? The whole yes, geranium family will, are brilliant. Yeah, yes. Some mm. of mine have gone over already. Right. Which is earlier than mm. normal. Um, so I'm cutting those back, but they will yeah. rejuvenate and I'll get the second bunch yeah, yeah, of flowers the, from them. They are the hardy They're geraniums, really hardy, not, yeah. not the geraniums you have. Pelagoniums, yeah. yeah. See, I'm nodding yeah. as if I have a clue. <laughs> You're, you're looking good, Catherine. You're looking good. <laughs> the fact that you've come, the fact that you've come in in your wellies and your straw. Oh, I'm I'm here for the gardening. Um, <laughs> I must say that uh, I don't I don't have I mean I do have a garden, but it's uh, mainly bushes as opposed to plants. And um, although I am doing a good line in pears at the bottom of my garden at the moment, um, but keeping everything alive seems to be the Mm-hmm. the the biggest struggle at the Challenge, moment because everything yeah. is looking a bit a bit but, miserable but your tree your bushes and trees haven't been in very long no i mean I've, it's only, a I've, yeah, I've only been it? i've only been there um three years so yeah. the stuff that we've planted is is doing all right but it's not i wouldn't say it's well established yet no. i mean no. one one of the pear trees still wobbles if you go too near it because it's mm-hmm. the ground has just gone so dry and yeah. solid mm-hmm. i mean it's very clay our yeah. our garden anyway but it's gone so dry it just wobbles mm-hmm. <laughs> is it staked no should it be um well they recommend for a, a new tree to stake it for the first couple of years to, until the roots have, have right to, to you know really yeah. go deep into the ground yeah yeah see this but is you, the stuff you don't learn in being cute you don't <laughs> Really don't. <laughs> um, no, you'd have to wait until it rains good mm. and proper now before you can get yes, a stake yeah. in. But it might be worth thinking about. Yeah, it yeah. might be because yeah, the two of them are doing all right, but one just mm. as, as soon as it. Well, yeah, and if the lo- roots are loose now, it mm. might not last through the winter because right. obviously frost can get down into the gaps. Fair enough. Kill the tree. I'll be I'll be prepared for that to happen. <laughs> I won't be too disappointed if it does. I will no, know I'll why. Be in time. <laughs> It survived. It survived through last year. It was it was planted at the end of last summer, I think, um, and it survived this winter. So we've got fingers crossed. But but yeah, that's that's the extent of my gardening knowledge. Um, so so if we, we sort of go back to the the garden coffee yeah. morning, and as I say, it is to sort of celebrate World Bee Day, and Bee Day as that's in the not bee wings, days. not Bee Day, as, as, as in the winged variety. <laughs> Um, and Butterfly Awareness Day, um, as I say, we've got various things on that theme and we do have a lady coming who is a beekeeper, um, so she will be given sort of knowledge if anybody wants to find out more about Mm. beekeeping, so Mm. we've got that as well. Mm. Yeah, gardeners are in a very privileged position of being able to support the whole insect Mm. world by having as many flowers as possible really for as long a period as possible Mm -hmm. and different shaped flowers different insects like different shaped flowers so some like the trumpets the bees are buzzing down the foxglove 
trumpets um, you've, and then your open daisy type flowers that hover yeah, yeah, so sing, single flowers yes yeah, yeah. yeah a single yeah. head or, I mean yeah. you, you've got you can get some beautiful dahlias for mm. example and I mean the, the the ones which are sort of cone shaped mm. and whatever but they're no good at all for the, they look beautiful mm. but they're not good for insects same with roses yeah you're better off with a single, single open rose that insects can access the pollen you see, I naively just thought that plants were plants and nope. animals would like them. <laughs> so, I mean, I think sort of some of the things which sort of bees like, I've got written here, sort of your foxgloves, your lavender, penstemons, because they've got a little trumpet, honeysuckle, which is excellent. That's early and yeah. abundant this year. Yeah. Um, your hardy geraniums. Mm. Like always always over there mm, yeah. um and the echinops mm. the, the love the echinops portentillas mm. anything mm. that i mean the portentillas have just got norm i mean you can't get double ones most of them yeah, are just, most single are just the single now. petal mm. with the stamen in the center mm. um so you know it's worth sort of and i mean the lovely plants themselves mm. you know campanulas and things yes, like that. Yes, you know, there's so those. many different types mm. for different things. I mean, yes, not just bees. No, I mean hoverflies and yeah. dragonflies, damselflies. I've got now. Mm-hmm. I mean the butterflies. They love that verbena boniaris. The mm, one they do. The sit on. I mean, I, I I had a photograph of one of mine, and there must have been about six butterflies just lying on them. <laughs> Then they get drunk and drowsy, don't they? <laughs> Sometimes. So, so there, there are various things, but there's plenty of places to look online mm. at lists. I mean, Gardener's World magazine does them. Um, the RHS gives yeah, lists RH, of what's yeah, of good for for where. And a lot of labels in garden centres now say bee friendly. Mm. It's yeah. not just bees; it's it's other insects as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of. Um, because we have a lot of families in our street and I've seen a lot of families have started putting up um, the bamboo bee mm, yeah. hives. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call them bee the hives, but the bug houses, bug houses yeah, 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 um, yeah. to try and encourage. It does help, um, yeah. And, and, and obviously bird feeders and, and stuff and like that. And bird boxes as well, yeah. different shaped holes to attract different birds to nest in your garden. Mm. And they help. Yeah. With uh, your bugs like green fly and things like that. I mean, I had a rose a few weeks ago covered in green fly, but I had nesting blue tits at the back and mm. I just watched them strip the green fly off it <laughs> and take it back to the nest. Yeah. And you know, it's wonderful. If you just yeah. leave nature alone, it really yeah. look after itself, it'll yeah. cleanse itself. It, it, yeah. it, it, I mean, it is marvellous when, when you see something like that happening. It's wonderful. Right um, and, and, yeah. and it's the same with the. Um, the ladybirds because they feed on your green they fly. They do. Actually, so do wasps. Wasps get really bad rap, and I'm going to stick up for wasps and say, <laughs> Wasps eat your aphids, so be friendly <laughs> to your wasps. <laughs> and at the minute, I've got a, um, a wasp nest in one of my. I thought it was going to be a sparrow nest, but no. no. <laughs> the wasps have claimed it for themselves, so they're busy nesting in there. I think yeah. people get more scared of wasps, though. There's I, no I, need. I think I think leave them alone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's just that that fear that they always think bees 
I don't know, bees just get, even the bees sting you as well, they get a friendlier rap than the... Well, they only sting once, that's yes. the thing, when a wasp yeah. is programmed to sting more than once. But that's not the wasp's fault. No. And in fairness, <laughs> we're very human-centric. We are. Whereas if, you know, if we stop being so human-centric and realise we're just another mammal on the planet, mm-hmm. we're part of the whole cycle, we're not. We are, you know, we're the apex species because we made ourselves that, but if we're gentler mm. and let nature... You know, yeah. do what it, it, it is programmed to do and take a step back. It does work without us. But but, but you do have bullies in, in the in the other species. Oh, yes. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, you yes, know, you, you do, you've, got, you, you've got the robins who chase everybody off everything. They end, up, they end up taking no food because they're too busy chasing other birds away from Black it. Blackbirds can do that. Yes. And the balleretic dance yeah. in the air when they cross the <laughs> And we've got, we've got in the pond, we've, we've got uh, moorhens. Ah. And they've been there since we were there, but I don't know what the life cycle of a moorhen is, and I can't find out anywhere. I've looked various I places. I looked after you yeah. mentioned this. Kind of, but we've always got moorhens, a pair, mm. and they always nest, and we get little fluffy chicks. Hmm. Little black fluff, they like little black pom poms, and they're always there. But we always all we always get some sw- um, ducks. They'll come across, and they land on the pond. And they're not they're not setting up home there. They're just I think they're resting. resting. Mm-hmm. And, the, and you can bet your bottom dollar that these little moorhens, which are half the size of these ducks. Chase those ducks off that pond because that is their Territory. pond. Territory. It is their pond. Yeah. Well, we've all got so, to live somewhere. So, <laughs> so, so, so as I say, even though they look beautiful and they're the squeaking and quite nice, but they, they can be a bit vicious mm. to other. Yeah, yeah. We we get a lot. Of, we get a lot of ducks in Sedgefield, um, and uh, you can guarantee that there's not as many baby ducks at the end of a week that there is at the start of a week. And you watch the, I think it's the crows come down and grab them, mm-hmm. and uh, and you just think, yeah, that's how uh, how nature works. Well, that, it, it is. is. That everybody's got Push. to eat. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But it is it is strange watching, because uh, <laughs> you sort of look and think, oh, there was more of you last week. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. It, was, it, is, it, was, it must be awful for them, but it that, is it, sad. It, but that it is, is nature's cycle. Nature. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. is what it is. And I think that's a lovely thing about having a garden is that you watch that cycle. It's endlessly optimistic, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. We've joyful. Actually, we've actually had um, a few more swallows this year. Last year, we really missed them. Um, but they've come back this year. So they are, well, it is good in one sense, but sometimes they try to build their desks underneath my porch in the, in the front door. I was share, Angela. We I know. Share. But I've got all of those <laughs> other areas that could build a nest. I don't want to do it at the front door. Yeah. Our, our estate had a big problem with swallows when, when uh, it was being built. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the houses before they got moved into had swallow nests in the in the um eaves. and once they've nested you can't do anything about no. it until they've no, until they've no, gone. No, um I've got one of my cats thinks that uh, <laughs> that they shouldn't be there. He's mm. very vocal about the fact that they shouldn't mm. be there. Why are they why why are they interrupting his uh, his <laughs> <view>? but, uh, <laughs> but 
that's one of the reasons actually that we don't let our cats out because we don't want them uh, killing everything. Well, that was us uh, interfering in nature's balance, wasn't it? Because they're mm. not indigenous. No. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're taking the consequences. I mean, we we used to let our oldest cat out, um, and she must have brought home three or four field mice a day, and it was just like, no, okay. you 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 yeah, you're getting yourself. you're getting shut in because. You're just destroying the local population, <laughs> and she's quite happy inside yeah. now. But yeah, it's it's all human interference. It's, it's not. That's uh, a problem. Yeah. Um, so as I say, I'm just sort of waiting for this lovely bit of good weather going over. It's supposed to rain um, next week. Next isn't week, it? so they say. Um, so if we if we can keep the nice weather till Wednesday for the. Uh, Paint and picnic. Yeah. And then we can have a bit of a rain to... Well, we need a lot of rain, gentle, for a long time, don't we? Yeah. Well, England is good at that. You know, yeah. we, we do yeah. a quality line in rain once well, it starts. Well, I mean, the pond's gone down. I can, you can visibly see mm. how much the pond's lost. About three inches now, I think, already. Mm. Mm. Oh, the, our pond is fed by uh, um, the Spring. spring. So it, 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 it's running water. Yeah, mine, mine's just a garden yeah. pond, so you yeah, can see so it, it is drop, running really dropping, yeah. yeah. So, as I say, hopefully the garden party, mm. the garden will be Beautiful. very nice by then, uh, hopefully. Beautiful, um, I'm sure. And But having said that, the summer garden party from the county isn't just about the garden. No. I mean, that's just sort of, to my mind, the garden is secondary because a lot of people come for the afternoon or the morning mm. teas and coffees so and and, and it is and it's lovely um, people coming in and wandering around and of course the art music and leisure do put on quite a few games yes. and things like that um, yes it's more a social it's event a social it's just event. It's just the garden yeah. is a very nice backdrop mm. <laughs> exactly it makes it it makes a change from being in a village hall or uh, yeah. or yeah. WI yeah, house. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm on my prayer mat, mat hoping that we get the nice a nice day. We we'll have the last two years. It hasn't yeah. been too bad. It was a bit windy, a bit windy last year, wasn't it? But then it? again, I, I as I say, the name of the house is High House. So yes. It is sort of <laughs> you expect it, it does expect <laughs> we do expect a little bit of wind. <laughs> The, 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 the sort of the high bit does actually give it away doesn't it mm-hmm. so so yes yeah, so hoping that the flowers are going to come out and but looking at if it is dry I mean there are other sort of flowers and plants that we can now that we're going to get this regular yeah. it's a case yeah, of, adapt of adapting the garden yeah. to it um, so we need to decide Hmm. What will go- thrive thrive in in, in, in the dry areas? Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So, more grasses and things like that are, mm, and are becoming more prevalent in gardens. Now. I think also also some of the ones which are are your bulbs and things because they've got the. Uh, food in the the bulb mm. itself, the mm. moisture, the bulb mm. brings it up. The bulbs are being good this yeah. year, very good. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the as you say the daffodils were late, but gorgeous. But the gorgeous mm. when they actually came. Mm. So so yeah, and I the think snowdrops were the best for ages. They were really good, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, 
in all as I say I've got my lavenders there so that's flowering, flowering nicely just mm. and they should be absolutely lovely for mm. the, the garden part they in, go ju- on a in long July time, don't they? Good yeah value. Um, I managed to kill mine last year oh, well done yeah. Yeah, it was an achievement <laughs> I, I felt like it was an achievement but again you, you, <laughs> you, you, you want to check, check with the lavenders because the lavenders probably only last about three years. So another plant that doesn't last forever. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you see, I always have it in my head that it lasts forever because my mum used to have, um, when we lived up at Lartington, she had a, a sort of rockery area and we had the most ginormous lavender bush and it seemed to go on forever. But now I wonder whether it was sort of populating itself the entire time. <laughs> it, it can't, it can't, what, what, what you need to do with your lavenders is to cut them back. Yeah, but not into but the dead not wood. not into the dead wood. So you, you, you've got the roots at the bottom, obviously, mm. and then you've got the plant coming up. And then at the end of the season, mm. sort of cut the flower heads off, and then a bit later on, cut the, the green part to probably... A, an inch mm. or so, where you can see the yeah, where you can see the new buds coming through, yeah. um, and then that will come away nicely. If you don't do that, the you you've got your roots, you've got your stalk, and that will be woody then, mm. probably for about six inches. Mm. So you've got like a bit of sort of browny wood, mm. and mm. then the lavender coming above it. Which is isn't what you want. Yeah. No. So over the years, you get more. Yeah, brown you get wood. more brown wood. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. so if you don't look after it, as I say, you probably need to. But having said that, you can take cuttings yeah. from the lavender you can. Um, and put them from your old lavender, mm. and yeah. then bring them on for the next year and replace mm. them. Exactly. Yeah. Without having to. Buy new ones. Yeah. And there are lots of different species of lavender. Oh, yeah. Mm. So some are more hardy than others. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever I had, it wasn't hardy. (laughs) 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 Also, you know, it will not have been maintained properly, I can guarantee it. uh, (laughs) Apart from anything else, I just won't listen to Mum when she tells me how to maintain it. That's not true. I do listen to her quite a lot. but as I say, sort of potting these on and, and, and bringing them on, I mean, that, that sort of brings you on to another big minefield at the minute with your peat-free mm. compost. Yes, yes, it's crucial that we buy peat-free, and it says on the bags, peat-free. If it doesn't say peat-free, mm. it has got peat in it. So why is it crucial that we need to buy peat-free? Because it locks carbon into the land, and we've dug up so much. We've got a fraction of the peat bogs that we did across the world, yeah. a fraction of the peat bogs that we have, and all this carbon's being released. Right. So we need to buy, and I think it's next year mm-hmm. we are going to be able to buy only peat-free compost. But unfortunately, the plants we buy in mm. will have will be in so it's going to be a gra- it's going to be a gradual so hopefully process. Hopefully, it will gradually roll out and we'll mm-hmm. stop using peat altogether. Yeah, but again, gardeners can choose to buy peat-free compost. Yeah. And and the I mean it's it's mainly based on sort of is it coir, coconut husk, coir, yeah, coir, and um, compacted bark, and then also you've got your yeah, environmentally friendly one, which is from your local councils who take your waste mm. and then compost it. 
Right. And then they can sell it as green compost, mm. isn't it? Mm. Something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, mm. So, you know, there, there are various things mm. coming through. The one thing... Slow. I, I mean, I, you, you might be able to think, Rachel, I can't understand why we are buying so many plants from abroad, especially Holland. I mean, most of the plants coming in to your garden centres are being brought in from Holland. And I cannot understand, why haven't we got the big growers here? I don't know the answer to that. But we can, again, we can choose to buy local plants. Yeah. We can choose to buy indigenous species. Mm-hmm. We can choose... Well, I mean, things like coffee mornings and plants that yeah. are up and down the country. That's great. That's local people with mm-hmm. local plants. Yeah. And they're being recycled and gradually mm-hmm. increased in their area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's things like that I think are going to make a difference as well rather than buying in from mm. abroad as you say yeah I mean there's so many um, we, we've we've bought plants in from Holland for yeah. centuries though yeah the things but we all also had an awful lot of growers in England always we've had always. growers in England yeah yeah, um, yeah but yeah. We, we just seemed to be uh, this thing cropped up to to my mind was when they were on about the Northern Ireland part that if someone was bringing them in from Holland and they came here Mm. into England first and then got shipped out to Northern Ireland Mm. who were on the different import-export they had to then be an export license to yeah. go from here into Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. If they'd gone from Holland direct and straight into Northern Ireland, they wouldn't have because they were on the same. And I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. We're getting, we're the, getting plants. The carbon being, footprint of yeah, our Yeah, this is the thing. We're doing it with food and all sorts of things, aren't we? Clothing, mm. all sorts of things. If we kept it local, we'd reduce pollution massively. Mm. And that does, of course, include the plant world. Yeah, yeah. Which ironically should be leading the way. <laughs> you would think it should. Uh, it should be. Um, it should certainly be up there. I mean, yeah. it really, surely, and this might again just be my lack of knowledge. But you'd think the plants that are going to thrive the best in our gardens are going to be the ones yeah. that are grown yeah. Yeah. in the same sort of environment mm. as were. Yes, yes. Because I mean, even the difference between the south of England and the north yeah. of England. If, you, mm. if we buy a plant in the south of England. It, really isn't necessarily there's no guarantee it'll no. survive here mm. if you buy sort of yorkshire cumbria northumberland durham mm. it's like yeah, you've got a better, mm, better chance yeah. of similar weather yeah yeah so, and again it reduces air miles it keeps it more local i i just think as i say when i've seen, seen I, I, it's probably a case of because it is very much sort of labor intensive for pricking out and things like that, mm. which it is. Um, so that's probably the reason why we don't have the big growers now. Um, the same with the farming, isn't it? The same that they kind of get people to pick, pick fruit, fruit mm. and things like that. Well. So whether whether that is the reason, I d- I don't know. Possibly, no, I don't know the reason. Well. But it, 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 it does sort of make me wonder. Mm. But, you know, we can choose to buy local plants and yeah. that will yeah. help. So going back to the uh, peat-free compost and talking about something that we were talking about before we started recording, 
You were saying about digging and mm. how we yes. shouldn't be. If <laughs> this is no dig gardening idea. And if you don't dig, you actually get fewer weeds. <laughs> by a, an eminent garden, garden designer just the other day on the Art of Gardening programme. Um, but, again, if we dig, we're releasing carbon. Mm. So if we don't dig and leave the land, we can... Sometimes you do have to, if a plant dies and you have to bring it out, mm. if you're introducing a new plant, you dig it in. But, but not this digging over the whole bed idea. Right. If we don't do that, we can just... Put uh, soil improvers on top, we can mulch, we can use bark, we can use our own compost, mm. we can just leave it on them. And the insects, the invertebrates, will, will, will mix it all up mm. for us, but birds, mm. as they're digging for worms, will disturb it, and it just it improves itself, basically. I think so. Uh, going back, um, if, you, if you think about it, um, you go into allotments and things mm. like that, and the vegetables, the old sort of timers would be out there double digging absolutely mm. um which is sort of turning it over that and then digging again that's what we thought was right at the time um so i think there's sort of a middle way isn't there? <laughs> you, you, you sometimes have to dig yes but keep it to the minimum yes, yeah and, um, don't, and don't double bed. dig you, and certainly don't double, double dig. dig you don't even need to dig the whole bed no. over do you i no. think maybe for veggies it's a different thing i don't grow veggies so i'm i'm not yeah you know, i'm not yeah. to say that I don't know much about it. But certainly for your, your yeah. herbaceous borders, your mm. perennials, you yeah, yeah. just improve the soil on yeah. the top. Yeah. So, for instance... If, if, if I go back to my garden, just as an example, I'm, I'm in a house that's been there two or th- three or four years. Um, so all it had was gravel. Well, gravel. I say gravel because every time I dig anything in my garden, all I find is gravel. Just rubble. Um, just rubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I've got fairly atrocious turf. The turf, the, the garden looks all right, but as soon as it gets warm, it just cracks. Yeah. Um and 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 so whenever we've tried to plant anything, it's been a, a challenge just digging a hole big enough to put a yeah. put a plant in. Yeah. Um, so all we do, all we've done, is buy a bag of topsoil and you know take the the turf off the top and then mm-hmm. fork, in some, in fork in some fork in some topsoil. Another another idea is to build a raised bed mm. and put some decent compost in the whole bed. Yeah, because. It's 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 amazing how uh, how how hard ground can be. Very hard. <laughs> and clay, so clay is yeah. absolutely. But cl- I mean, I mean, clay clay is very good with nutrients. It's a it's, it's a, a good growing it's medium. It's a good growing medium, yeah. but it's yeah. horrible to work. Yeah, I mean, we I must admit, we've everything we've planted so far has survived regardless of, mm-hmm. of when we've planted yeah. it or how how badly we've butchered the planting of things um they, they have still survived but but yeah actually getting rid of that that um it's a it, i think it's a problem across new builds mm. the builders I think they're contracted I, I might get i've got this wrong but i think they're contracted to just leave six inches of soil yeah probably that would match up to what yeah, we I, uh, I think what we found right. mm-hmm. yeah um, so that's what they'll do. Yeah. And then I mean, sometimes, sometimes if you can maybe mix some sort of sharp sand into it as well, mm. uh, and, and try and try to break it up. Um, but as you say, if you if you do get some even garden compost, mm. um, which will have worms and things in it, 
him sort of hopefully they will take it so down. So the, the, the theory then would be that over the years the soil would improve would because improve. you've already yeah. added something. Yes, yeah. 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 And, the, and the invertebrates again will work it for you, yeah. yeah. Excellent. I always knew there was a good reason for worms. Yeah, <laughs> as well as feeding birds. <laughs> <laughs> So if if you if you go and get your peat free compost, yes, I need to keep an eye out for peat free compost. compost. Read the label. Uh-huh. <laughs> I must admit, it's not something that I've ever I've ever thought about. It's always just been grab a bag of multi purpose compost and hope for the best. Well, it's it's multi purpose. It, it quite often is just multi purpose yeah. and will include peat, right. unfortunately. But uh, you, you just you you just got to read the the label now mm. at the minute. Um, yeah. But again, because you are we are up here and sort of pushing again the public affairs thing. We we do have people coming and giving us a talk on the North Pennines area of outstanding natural beauty. I think they're coming to maybe the next council meeting. Right. Um, the morning speaker, I think it is. Um, That's great. So, and as we say that, they have, North Pennines have got about, I've got it written here, 27% of England's, England's blanket bog. And that's where it's an internationally designated area for wildlife. And it's significant carbon store mm. so again that's our area mm. exactly um, yeah i mean that's yes it's not just that it locks in carbon yeah. it, it it's home to mm. specific species and mm. without it yeah. we've lost an enormous number already and I, I think i was reading somewhere that recent over the last three or four year the 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 north pennines they've been reinstating the bog areas now doing a lot mm. of work there, oh. um, you know, huge areas that they are reinstating mm. and getting it back mm. to, to the peat bogs. Yes, and they've seen these species come back. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how quickly a species can they come will, back. They'll as well. find it. They'll find it yeah. and they'll they'll move back in yes, and and, uh, yeah. and and thrive once they're yes, in the they right environment again. Yes. Um, it's just a shame that we destroy so many of we've, those environments first. We've destroyed too <laughs> much, yes. Yeah, but, but a lot of it is was ignorance, mm. you know. And, yeah. and, and, and now, we're hopefully, and now if you if, if of... you get the knowledge, yes, you know, it, it's it's not done. In, I don't think any of it is done intentionally. I'm going no. to destroy this planet type of thing. <laughs> it's a case of it was ignorance then. Mm. And they didn't have what we have. Um, you know, I mean, as I say, they're still using the, the peat fires up in in Scotland. A lot of the islands have their heating, you know, with mm. still digging peat. And nothing's being done about that. Stop that. But, mm. You know, so, so there is things like that mm. still going on. We need a change in government policy as well, I think. It, there's a lot of... Uh, pressure groups, there's a lot yeah. of, well, I think, Durham Wildlife yeah. Trust, and there's a lot mm. of wildlife trusts across the country. They're doing a phenomenal amount, and we know they rely hugely on volunteers. There's a lot of community yeah. groups mm. are prepared to plant and yeah. um, repair, and there's a lot of goodwill out there, and there's a lot of people, I think schools are doing a lot yeah. to, to re-educate children or to educate children about it. Mm. And 
I think there's a big shift now towards protecting the planet, desperately keeping the species that we've still got left mm. and providing mm. better environments for them. Mm. So I think there is some optimism yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. We've been too slow to react, but I think we, we, we are reaction now. trying now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel I feel like especially um primary schools are kicking up what the you know, there was I would say there was a, a, a period from about the end of the 80s up until the 2010s where things like gardening didn't come into didn't didn't happen in schools at all um because they started to think well we need to get everybody in the in the classroom and learning like academic subjects and not thinking about the the wider picture but they seem to from from what i've seen around about the place they seem to be going a bit more back to teaching about the plant, like all elements, not just yes. what we learn in a in they a book. Are, yeah, so sort of that um, um, soil to plate kind yeah. of thing. The yeah. children aware of where the food actually comes from, and then there's the joy of growing, the pure joy yeah. of growing. Children get so excited. I mean, adults do. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great to see children's wonder, sense of mm-hmm. wonder, really, when the shoots come through mm-hmm. from these little inert-looking well, yeah. seeds. My, my, my great nephew, he was. Um, came over when he was about six or seven and helped Colin to dig up the potatoes and you would think he was finding treasure. Exactly. <laughs> the joy and the wonder of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a kid, he was on his knees. There's another one, there's it's another one. Yeah, 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 I, I, I think Colin was desperate for him not to dig all of them up because <laughs> he wanted yeah, to leave yeah. some in. Uh, it was very, diffi- very difficult. Yeah. I, mean, I, um, I remember as a, as a kid when I used to go around to, to the lady who would look after me after school, she had... Um, she had what I would describe as a traditional garden. So she had um, lawn with bedding um, yeah. borders. Mm-hmm. And then she had the next section was a kitchen, kitchen garden. Bread, yeah. um, and she had peas and broad beans and all the sort of mm-hmm. carrots and everything you could think of was in the bottom of the garden. And she grew it and ate it herself or distributed mm-hmm. it around yeah. her, her family. Yeah. Um, and then in her back garden, she had um, fruit bushes. Yeah. So she had yeah. blackcurrants and, and uh, raspberries and yeah. all sorts of things. And I think that is an element that we've really moved away from. Because if I think about my garden, I, it doesn't even cross my mind to start planting vegetables mm. in there. It's just because it's, well, it's my garden. You know, why would I put vegetables in the bottom? But it was... It, you always used to have mm-hmm. veg. I mean, the, when the, the the house we lived in at the time, even that had it had lawn, and then it had mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. an area that was just mud that got well, when, vegetables. Well, when, when we moved to the to the uh, high house, it was where where we've got our greenhouse and that garden mm. there with the vegetables, and then that was actually a field because um, the people before us had alpacas. And they used to have them well fertilised. So Why couldn't you have kept the alpacas? <laughs> <laughs> Your dogs would have loved some alpacas to play with. Alpacas, <laughs> so, 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 so we, we actually did that. That garden is mm. from scratch. Yeah. We, we we dug it and, and did yeah. the, those beds. Well, they and, all and, I've, and I've been and got my strawberries yesterday. I've got a big tub of strawberries just freshly picked. Mm. Because, again, they are... Coming out, and it tastes now. better. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Yeah, 
But again, in the cottage garden, they mixed everything yeah, in, they did. didn't they? Yeah. 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 Well, they've got the ornamental cabbages and things like that. Well, yes, they? but I mean, yeah. food to yeah, eat, food though, to eat. they had to. They had yeah. to provide yeah. for their families, so yeah. they grew it. But they grew it amongst the flowers, mm. yeah. with your com- which is companion planting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I say I wouldn't plant anything in the garden to it, but I've got two pear trees and two apple trees at the bottom of the garden. So there you go. So this, it is sneaking in there. The blossoms so good for the pollinators. <laughs> going back to what we said at the beginning. Um, but as I say, Catherine, you're, you're working full time. Mm. Yeah, so it, it is time consuming. It, is, it isn't an easy yeah, thing to set like up I've a new garden. Stuff, but it's no, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But it's the rewards and yeah. massive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we, we work very much in stages, you know, we yeah. do a bit this year, a bit next year, yeah, a bit... Exactly. Um, and I mean, what's coming out now as well, what's been talked about a lot, is the effects on your mental health mm. and how gardening can impact massively in a positive way on your mental mm. health. You can, your breathing slows. Yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? And just the touch of the soil, so it's the pheromones in the soil or mm-hmm. something, is scientifically proven now, but... Gardeners have always known that, it can just feel better. The only, the, yeah. only, the only time my blood pressure goes up is trying to get the buttercups out. No. <laughs> buttercups are a joy. They provide nectar for so many species. And their little smiling yellow faces. I would, I would say that the garden. gardening might be good for your mental health, but um, as, as my uh, other half, who is currently staging a, a patio... Uh, it's not good for your actual back. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have to learn to lift properly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He won't like that answer. <laughs> but no, I mean, it is uh, gardening is one of those things that is so many people have. A lot of people don't have spaces, but there are so many spaces available. That... There are a lot of community gardens now. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's, they are being prescribed by GPs now, community yeah. gardening. And, yes. you know, it's been, a, it's been a, again, a long pres- time coming. Is it coming, but... social prescribing, is it? Something? Ah, I'm not sure it's what it's called, Right, right, yeah. And the NHS and the NHS have been working together on that mm-hmm. for a few years mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So, so that's a really good thing. And better than swallowing pills if... Oh, absolutely. But if you can get away with it, anyway. Yeah. Well, Catherine, if you feel that you want a bit of exercise and improve your mental health, come across to <laughs> You've my You've got house. 17 acres of garden <laughs> to sort. <laughs> to occupy yourself. <laughs> Test the theory. <laughs> no, I, 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 do, I do like... Uh, I like seeing our garden develop. Um, and there are certain things that we... I mean, we the the first thing we did was we planted an acer because they are the most beautiful Goodness. trees, and Goodness. and we had one at our old house, and it as it grew and it it, it was just so wonderful to watch it watch them grow each change year, the, and yeah, and, and, and change yeah, yeah colour change, complete the... change of shape as it as it as it grows and expands, and uh, but but we are um, you know it's it's very much a work in progress, and and one thing that. Um, Mark didn't want to do in in our garden was put a formal border in. So, mm-hmm. to some people it might look strange, but everything's just planted. It's planted around the edge, but it's still it's grass within, around. Yeah. It's it's within the grass. It's it, and yeah. it because that's how you know we like the less 
sort of it's formal, formal yeah. look. Yeah, um, and we expect that as it develops, it'll fill out and it'll just... Yeah. It'll yeah. Well, actually, that's better for nature as well. Mm-hmm. We've got to move away from this very clipped, mm-hmm. um, sort of processional garden where everything's in serried rows. Yeah. So that's not much use for the natural world at all. Not many creatures yeah. can live from that. So it, it's good yeah. to leave things... And the best thing is when you see a duck peeking out of the middle. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. they hide under the ferns. Yeah, animals yeah. will help themselves, won't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've it's got we've got like ferns at the bottom of the garden that the ducks like to sit in and just peer out of. Yeah, think it's safe. Yeah, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. so so. Yeah, gardening is is something that everybody should be able to enjoy, and, and a lot of people. But even if you haven't got a plot of land, you maybe could have a window box or pots on mm. your windowsill inside. There's always something you can do to grow. <laughs> Sorry, that's just reminding me. We tragic. We grow occasionally. We grow like chilies and things on the kitchen window. And uh, last year, one of our cats systematically pulled every single plant out of the uh, box and then sat well, in the box. Nice bed, yes. So we so so we looked at it and we thought, well, we'll just grow cat grass in it. So she had a, she had a bed for the summer, but it, and it which was uh, which was lovely. That reminds me of when when we had a a puppy and planted out and put all labels in mm. or what would plant it out <laughs> and of course being, every pu- being, a, being a puppy who wanted to please us <laughs> decided to go and pick up all of these and bring them to us <laughs> so he brought all these to us and we didn't have a clue what we'd put no. in and as I said that, that was a long time ago <laughs> Uh, and I thought, yeah, well, he just thought he had, was being had helpful. Sm- had a scent on them, so he was just <laughs> yeah. picking them. So I'll take that back to mum. She needs that. Yeah, she needs that. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it's for. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. This was absolutely fascinating. And as a as a non gardener, I uh, I've learned a lot just from uh, from listening to the pair of you, and um, hopefully. Other people who listen to it will uh, will learn something as well. Um, I I am personally I'm really looking forward to the uh, the garden party. I must get a ticket for the evening. I haven't got one yet. But I'm we've sure only, I'll be we've able to only sneak got in. tickets for the evening left. Oh, that's all right then. All I can still them. get a ticket. Um, and uh, and I might put in an appearance at the uh, big green gardening coffee morning if oh, I you do uh, that. Buy a few <laughs> We'll talk you through what's best to buy, Catherine. <laughs> Don't forget, you can use pots, put nice soil in mm. pots and grow things in yeah. pots. Yes. yes, it doesn't all have to be uh, dug into the ground. It doesn't have to be in the land, no. 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 So, uh, so, yeah, that was... That was absolutely fascinating, and I really appreciate you taking time out to uh, to spend some uh, time talking to me. So, welcome. Thank, thank you, you for asking. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> thank you.